This is IGN. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Coming up, Wonka wins the weekend box office. Welcome to your IGN Daily Update. But first, Mickey Mouse one of the most beloved characters of all time, is set to become public domain in 2024. However, it's a bit of a complicated situation, as only the earliest form of Mickey from Steamboat Willie will be able to be used by artists and creators outside of Disney in a very restricted way. Speaking to the Associated Press, a Disney spokesperson detailed exactly what it means when the copyright for the Steamboat Willie film expires. Ever since Mickey Mouse's first appearance in the 1928 short film Steamboat Willie, people have associated the character with Disney stories, experiences, and authentic products, a Disney spokesperson said. That will not change when the copyright in the Steamboat Willie film expires. More modern versions of Mickey will remain unaffected by the expiration of the Steamboat Willie copyright, and Mickey will continue to play a leading role as a global ambassador for the Walt Disney Company in our storytelling theme park attractions, and merchandise. We will, of course, continue to protect our rights in the more modern versions of Mickey Mouse and other works that remain subject to copyright. While this copyright may be up, Disney still holds the trademark on Mickey as a corporate mascot and brand identifier. Furthermore, creators will not be able to produce any work that deceptively fools consumers that their Mickey is in any way affiliated with Disney as the company will work to safeguard against consumer confusion caused by unauthorized uses of Mickey and our other iconic characters. For more on Mickey, be sure to check out our retrospective on the Walt Disney Company and the story of how Mickey Mouse was created in celebration of Disney's 100th anniversary this year at IGN.com. Up next, DC Studios co-CEO James Gunn provided a slew of updates on his DCU on Threads on Thursday, including ones about the Batman Part 2 and Joker Folia Due. Perhaps most interesting, though, is his explanation of why Robert Pattinson's Batman, as introduced in 2022's The Batman, won't be part of Gunn and co-CEO Peter Safran's DCU. To be extra clear, The Batman Part 2 will still be released by Warner Brothers in the midst of the DCU's Chapter 1 Gods and Monsters, but as a DC Elseworlds title in a separate universe from films like Gunn's Superman Legacy. On Thursday, a fan asked Gunn on threads, why isn't director Matt Reeves' The Batman allowed to exist within the new DCU? It's not an allowed thing, Gunn responded. It's Matt's choice, and we respect that. To hear that Reeves himself is the one who wanted the Batman to stay within its own universe is interesting, but not entirely surprising, given Gunn's previous comments about the series. The Batman itself was a standalone tale divorced from DC films like Justice League, and Gunn said in announcing Gods and Monsters that Reeves' Batverse was his own thing. Gunn had also revealed that Reeves' take on the Batman is set to be a trilogy, with the Batman Part 2 currently on track for October 3, 2025. And 
years ago when Pokemon Heart Gold and Soul Silver first let any Pokemon follow the player anywhere, fans went bananas at the idea of seeing their beloved companions walking around the world with them. But in the new Pokemon Scarlet and Violet DLC, the Indigo Disc, Pokemon has gone one step further. Not only can your Pokemon follow you, you can become a Pokemon. In the Indigo Disc, fairly early on, you'll be able to track down a character named Sinclair within the Terrarium, who, after you finish a quest for her, will teach you to use a Synchro Machine. This allows you to essentially become your Pokemon and run around the map controlling them and using them to auto-battle. Practically, it's a fairly useless feature. The best thing about it is the ability to control your Pokemon while they auto-battle, instead of having to resummon them over and over when they get out of range. But for Pokemon lovers, syncing is goofy in the absolute best way, and most of this can be chalked up to just how lovable and silly the Pokemon themselves can be. Wonka has won the golden ticket at the domestic weekend box office with a $39 million victory in its debut. As reported by Comscore, Wonka brought in another $53.6 million overseas and is currently sitting at $151.4 million at the global box office. While Wonka had a successful debut, it didn't quite reach the heights of 2005's Charlie and the Chocolate Factory's $56.1 million opening in North America. In Wonka, Timothy Chalamet stars as the Willy Wonka that was first played by Gene Wilder in 1971's Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory and by Johnny Depp in 2005's Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. In this story, however, we learn the origin story of Wonka and his early days as a chocolatier. In our Wonka review, we said it is a big old-fashioned movie musical that uses Roald Dahl's world just judiciously enough to avoid any serious hits to the author or Gene Wilder's legacy. Hunger Games' The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes once again secured second place in its fifth week in theaters with domestic earnings of $5.8 million. The Hunger Games prequel has now officially crossed $300 million at the global box office, with its worldwide tally of $300.5 million. In North America, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes has reached $145.2 million. The Boy and the Heron took third place with $5.1 million. Godzilla Minus One placed fourth with $4.8 million, and Trolls Band Together rounded out the top five with $4 million. That's your IGN Daily News. My name is Tony Jackson, and if you want more news on your favorite games and entertainment topics, make sure to visit us at IGN.com. You can also download our free app on your phone or console, and subscribe to our weekly podcast through the podcast service of your choice. Spoken Layer. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.